Welcome back to the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Arav. And I'm your other co-host, Darsh. And today on the show, we have two NFL segments to get to. We're going to start off by looking ahead this week to this Sunday of the NFL season, Week 11. Each of us is going to give you two games we think are going to be spectacular matchups. Could be high-scoring affairs or just overall entertaining games. So we're going to look at that in our first topic. Our second topic is going to be our weekly fantasy football segment, Two Bros, Two Picks. Each of us are going to give you two guys we think that you should definitely be starting this week. If you're not starting them, definitely add them to the end of your bench. Their stock should be increasing throughout the next seven weeks and into the fantasy football playoffs. But Arsh, get started. What's your number one game this week? Yeah, so starting with the, my number one game, I'm going to go with the Chargers versus the Packers. I think that these are two very ugly matched teams. The Chargers haven't been anything crazy special this year. They Justin Herbert hasn't been an MVP candidate. Keenan Allen has been having a great season, but it's just for fantasy, really. He hasn't been one of the like premier changemakers in the game right now. He's not bringing his team up and down the field. Uh, and they they just aren't an amazing team. And you look at the Packers. They still haven't found their quarterback of the future from what it looks like so far. They still haven't had any amazing games so far. They still haven't shown that they are a team that can compete to make it to the playoffs. And I just think that these are two good, really good equally matched teams. They'll play like each other, right? I mean, it, I, it may be high scoring. It may be 20-plus points for each team. But I think it's the only, it's going to be entertaining because of that. It's going to be entertaining because of how close the game is. There could be late-game heroics from either team. But it can just, it, it'll just be interesting from the fourth quarter and just from that kind of perspective from whether or not it's a close game or not. Now, whether looking at the players and saying, oh, this guy's going to have 150 yards and that's... That's why it's going to be entertaining. I don't know about all that for this team, for these teams, but the Packers—they've got two really great running backs in that backfield. They don't have great QB or great receivers, but it's okay. They have a pretty good defense. And then you look at the Chargers—they do have an explosive offense at times, and a, an offense that can really do a lot of things. So for those reasons, I think that this is going to be an interesting game. Yeah, both teams vying for a playoff spot here. It could be a turning point in both of their seasons. So I think it'll be a really good matchup as well. Um, but my first pick this week is actually going to be the Arizona Cardinals versus the Houston Texans. Now we both thought I think if you look at this game week 11 you're like all right if you look at it from the start of the season Kyler Murray probably not going to be back CJ Stroud probably going to play like a rookie and that's what it looked like at the start of the season now you see CJ Stroud's very much in the MVP race definitely probably offensive rookie of the year is on lock for him so I think that that part of the, the Houston Texans are coming here in a really good spot have a great receiving core Tank Dell Dalton Schultz Nico Collins um they could be without Noah Brown and Robert Woods but aside from that this this looks really good especially with Devin Singletary coming off of a huge week and then you look at the Arizona Cardinals side Kyler Murray just came back illustrated a game ceiling run late in the fourth quarter last week and played pretty well looked like he didn't have any rust with him um so I think this is going to be a really great great offensive battle. I think the over-under here should be about 45 points total um, for both teams, and I think it's going to be, like I said, a very much offensive, offensively, um, off, an offensive game in terms of both teams don't have immaculate defenses, but their offenses should go up and down the field. C.J. Stroud obviously had two game-winning drives the last two weeks that put him in this conversation, and Kyler Murray, we know how great he can be when he's healthy. Might have a little bit of rust, so for that reason, I'm going to go with the Houston Texans in this game, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Should be entertaining definitely until the end of the fourth quarter, so look for that to be exciting. Yeah, I agree. I think these two teams, right? I mean, the Cardinals did acquire the number one, they're the Texans' first round pick from this upcoming year because of the Will Anderson trade. 
And looking at this, I mean, this, at the beginning of the season, a lot of people, I, I thought the Texans would be pretty good with C.J. Stroud, but a lot of people were saying, oh, this could be the number one and number two draft pick, and we saw that they would match up this season. Now that we look at it, this is kind of where those two those two that trade comes to fruition we see whether that worked out for the texans i think cj stroud could be very capable of having an amazing game and taking this game over or having a mediocre game like a lot of quarterbacks all rookie quarterbacks have every now and then but my second game uh, that i'm going to pick which i think is going to be one of the best games this week is the jets versus bills and this is because you look at both teams, it's it, it may not look like they're equally matched on paper. You know, the, the Jets don't have any great wide receivers other than Garrett Wilson. And you look at the, I mean, I think we both agree, Stephon Diggs is better than Jer- Garrett Wilson. The, the Bills got Stephon Diggs. They have amazing tight ends. They have a pretty good running game. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. They have uh, other great receivers around Stephon Diggs as well. And that's just talking about their offense. But... I think that this is going to be an equally matched game because we both talked about Zach Wilson at the beginning of the season. We both said that he is going to be good enough to take this team close to the playoffs. And this is where we see if this team can do it. If they can play at a high level or if this this is just like a waiting area until Aaron Rodgers gets back. So... Looking at this game, it's a very important game for both teams. If the Bills don't win this game, they are, they don't really have great playoff hopes. Not yeah. that they won't make it, but that they just don't really have a chance to make it far. But looking at this game, I do think that it's going to be a very close game. I think looking at the Jets' defense, they have an amazing defense versus the Bills' amazing offense. And then also the Jets' mediocre offense against the Bills' mediocre defense. So I think it is pretty equally matched, and I'm excited to see how that kind of shapes out, and I think that's going to be my second most interesting game this week. Yeah, an interdivision AFC East matchup should be really good. Again, could be a turning point for both teams is a rematch of week one, so I think it'll be great. My second pick is going to be, well, I say that like it's fantasy football, but um, my second game this week, I think that could be really entertaining, is a rematch of last year's Super Bowl. It's going to be the Monday night game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Both sides are playing really great football so far, Kansas City and the Eagles both come off their bye this week. Patrick Mahomes has not been playing as well as his standards are the past few years. He's had a little bit of a down year. And then Philadelphia Eagles, we know um, Jalen Hurts had the MCL sprain against the Dallas Cowboys. So look for DeAndre Swift to be a little bit more involved. They have the great two receivers, a great offensive line, and obviously the illegal play in the tush push. So they should be fine in this game. The Kansas City Chiefs, their defense has looked really good, better than the Eagles, some would say, and I would agree with that. Um, and I think it'll just it's just going to be a great Eagles offense versus a great Kansas City defense and an okay Kansas City offense versus an okay Whoa. Eagles defense. That's what I would say because I think I, we know I know how great Patrick Mahomes okay is. Okay Eagles defense and okay Kansas City compared, offense is crazy. Compared to last year. Look at last year. And and even in the standards this year in the NFL, the Eagles defense hasn't been amazing. They lost a lot of their pass rushers, they lost some of their secondary, and this year they haven't put the pressure on the quarterback as they did last year. And they haven't got the interceptions on the back end or the deflections or the anything like that on the back end as they did last year. And then the Chiefs, they lost um, Juju Smith-Schuster, who was really their main um, target guy last year. Kadarius Tony's not been great. MVS not been great. Rasheed Rice has been okay. And then Isaiah Pacheco had a good stretch and then has not been great as of late. So I think it'll be an okay matchup on that side. I think the main thing is going to be Eagles offense versus the Chiefs defense. And I think the Eagles actually win this game as much as it pains me to say as a Cowboys fan. I think their team is just too good and Jalen Hurts could be too clutch in this game. Um, even against Patrick Mahomes, one of the guys that could be um, going against argue, arguably against Tom Brady in the go conference. 
conversation. But I think that Jalen Hurts should be able to win this game. All right, now we'll move on to fantasy football. Two bros, two picks. These are four guys you should definitely be adding at least to the end of your bench this week. Arsh, why don't you kick us off this week, and who's your first guy? Yeah, so my first guy is Chigo, uh, Chig Okonkwo. I think he is going to be a great pick this week. He's a tight end for the Tennessee Titans. He's rostered in about 21% of leagues right now in ESPN, and he's a tight end. Look, this guy is a target machine. The past games, he has had six targets, four targets, five targets, four targets, nine targets going back to week five. Uh, a couple of games ago, he caught a touchdown, and usually he's hovering around that 30-yard mark. Uh, his best game of the season was in week five. He had 8.3 points, but, I mean, looking at the their offense then, it, there just really was no Tennessee passing game. And you look at their offense now, you look at Will Levis, and and their uh, quarterback and their quarterback play, it's just so much better. They have an actual offense now. They have a guy who can sling the ball around. So I do think that Chig is going to have a great game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, and he could have some red zone targets. Hopefully, he'll catch a touchdown, but he will get the target share as he has been, and he will get the receptions and hopefully more yards than usual. If you need a flex or you need a tight end because your normal tight end is on by, this is probably the best pickup that you can get on the waiver wire right now. Yeah, so coming off of that, my first pick is going to be a guy in the game I just discussed, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles, and it's going to be Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Now, I know you're banking on a big game for him, but here's the bright side. Only rostered in 6% of leagues should be easy to get him. Now, he averages 3 to five um, targets per game. Last, his biggest game was three weeks ago, had 17.4 fantasy points, three catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. That was against the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, what do we know about the Chargers? They are bottom five in wide receiver points allowed per game. So they allow the fifth most wide receiver points per game. Now he's playing the Philadelphia Eagles. On paper, it looks like a horrendous matchup, but against wide receivers, guess where the Philadelphia Eagles have been? dead last in wide receiver points allowed. He should be able to beat the Eagles over the top a lot this year, I mean, a lot this game, especially in a Super Bowl matchup. You know Mahomes is going to look for the big plays. You know Mahomes is going to look deep, and you know that he's going to be looking for Marquez Valdez-Scantling, a guy that can make a big plays, change the tide of the game in an instant. So I think that Marquez Valdez-Scantling should have a big game, definitely going to have a touchdown in this rematch, um, and I think that he overall should have the same target share, but definitely definitely should have a big catch or two in this game. Yeah, and then my second pick is going to be Michael Wilson. He is the wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, top 50 wide receiver for fantasy right now in the NFL, but he's only rostered in about 6% of leagues. Uh, He, this year, has been pretty solid. Uh, In week four was his biggest game by far. He had seven receptions for 76 yards, 26.6 points, and two touchdowns, by the way, in that game. What a game for him. It just shows his potential. The game before that, he had two receptions for 86 yards against uh, Trayvon Diggs a lot of the time against the Dallas Cowboys. The the week before that, that was weeks two. Week two, he had three receptions for 56 yards. And then going to recent times against Atlanta last week, he had three receptions for 34 yards on six targets. He had six targets before that five targets before that, and four targets before that. He had 62 uh, re- re- He had sixty-two yards, 58 y- yards, uh, and then another 56-yard game. So the point of all these stats is the guy can ball out. 
he can get the targets, but he gets the yards consistently. Consistently, this guy is getting the targets. Consistently, he's getting the yards and the receptions if you're in a PPR league. And he is he is showing that he can catch touchdowns. He can be a reliable target. Now that Kyler Murray is back, we see his target share has been upticking and that he is a very reliable guy. Last year with Kyler Murray, he popped off. He was amazing with him. They're finally getting their chemistry back. Kyler is finally starting to throw the ball well again. They have an actual functional receiving game. Marquise Brown is on a lot of teams, but he is already going to be guarded by uh, the Houston Texans' number one cornerback. He's going to be their deep threat, which leaves Michael Wilson so open underneath. They have a great offense for Michael Wilson to thrive in, thrive in, and that's why I think that he's going to succeed. If I were you, not only would I pick him up as a stash because he's only rostered in 6% of leagues, I would pick him up and start him at his flex wide receiver 2 or 3 position because that's how much uh, that's how much work he's getting every game. Yeah, so, and also, he had over 90% of the snap share last week over Rondell Moore and was only second to Marquise Brown, so yeah. aiding that point. Um, now, if you look at my second pick, it's actually an RB2 for the Seattle Seahawks. It's Zach Charbonnet. Um, it's going to be a little bit harder to get him. He's rostered in 30% of leagues at the moment. Um, but look at this. The past three weeks, he's out-snapped Kenneth Walker. Out-snapped. So he's had over 50% of the snaps. Kenneth Walker has been below 50% of the snaps the past three weeks. Could be a changing of the tide, but that's not why I picked him. I picked him because his receiving work has been out of this world the past few weeks. Now, if you look back to week six, he had two catches. Week seven, he got hurt, did not play. Week eight, two catches. Then he had one. But last week against Washington, had five catch, had five, sorry, these were targets. Five targets, had four catches for 18 yards. So he gets a lot of the receiving work. He is plays solely the third down and two-minute role in this offense. So Kenneth Walker gets no snaps on third down, no snaps in the two-minute drill. So it's only Zach Charbonnet. that We know the Seattle Seahawks like to move the ball quick. So in those two-minute drills, he could be really effective, could potentially have a touchdown, not to mention he gets close to 10 carries per game. So it could be a changing of the, of the guards here in the um, Seattle Seahawks running back backfield, but I think it's really just a really, he's a valuable asset to have in general in case Kenneth Walker gets hurt, number one, but also because his snapshot has been really, has been increasing the past three weeks, and, he, and if you're in a PPR league, that reception work as a running back is a cheat code, so look to add him, definitely stash him. If you're in a pinch, you could start him as a flex, but down the road in week 13, week 14, when there's more buys, he's definitely a guy that you should be looking at at that point. Yeah, so reviewing my first pick is Chigo Conquo, the tight end for the Tennessee Titans, and my second pick is Michael Wilson, the wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, and my first pick is Marcus Valdez-Scantling, the wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, and my second pick is Zach Charbonnet, the running back for the Seattle Seahawks.